welcome in. That was so loud. Good start already. Well, welcome in to the Fast Break Podcast on this lovely Valentine's Day. Kevin Love, where love is in the air. Matthew, <laughs> Matt, before, before we talk about the, the chocolates that Matthew gave us, I must introduce to my right... Dominic Throngard across from him. Mr. Love himself. Mr. Love himself across from him. Matthew Selitsky. Yep. And next to Matthew, of course, we got Riley Haltom. This time, he's the one repping L.A. But go Dodgers, baby. Go Dodgers. Before we start tar- start talking about basketball, I'm going to enjoy this chocolate that Matthew bestowed upon me and, I'm gonna take and Dom over here. So don't mind if I do and just munch on this real quick. So I, didn't, I don't have a Valentine to give that to. Um, I'm single oh, and Pringle. Poor guy. Uh, so I thought, you know, I'd bring it into the pod for the Still guys. listening, ladies. Yeah. This chocolate's really good. Are they? Yeah. It's really yeah. good. Which one did you get? Whatever is in the top left corner. I don't know. What that. What does it taste like? It's just gooey chocolateness. Okay. Maybe caramel. Caramel sounds right. Uh-huh. Yeah. What'd you get? Kind of like a Twix. I got like a dark chocolate caramel one it's delicious okay. well, they can hear you chewing from kansas so <laughs> i better be good when i decided all five of them yeah when i was like okay i'm gonna just eat this during the pot i was i was ready to like roast on it because i don't like chocolate i was gonna say it's the malik beasley of chocolates but honestly mm. it's pretty good it, it's a all nba chocolate to me what do you think dom you know i can give it the same review it's it's a really solid chocolate i thought this was like you know that cheap dollar store stuff because knowing, Ma- knowing Matthew, why the cheapest man? man. <laughs> I didn't even know you were Jewish. <laughs> you are Jewish. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's like the beginning before we started the podcast. I walked in, and Justin goes, "Uh, uh, uh yeah, I'm, I'm talking to my uh, Asian girlfriend in Japan. Oh, what's her name? Oh, I don't know. I haven't met her yet." <laughs> He was like, oh, was I being racist? No, dude, I'm half Japanese. My wife's in Japan, just haven't met her yet. That's all. I saw the reason to it. I thought he was talking about a real girlfriend he's met online. He's never met. He's just referring to one he'll meet yeah, bro. in the future. Omega International. I got the, I got Omega Plus. <laughs> Whatever. Y- y'all doing anything fun tonight? All I'm doing is watching Nick's Magic. And I'm actually going to do some yoga before that. Sixers, Heat tonight. Should be a good one. A lot of players are out. Who do you love the most on your Heat team? Right now? Yeah. That's a good one. Well, I feel for Josh Richardson because he's injured, but they're missing a lot of guys. Of, last like, night. Yeah, they're missing a ton of players. So is Philly tonight. Of players that are actively playing on the roster, I will go with Jaime Hawkes Jr. Should we all pick a, pick one for our team? Yeah, yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> yeah, I right, bet. Um, this is your Valentine for your team. Yeah, yeah. Who's your Valentine on your team? And we're only picking players that are active. Yeah, so they can't yeah, be injured. Yeah. All right. Well, that takes out about 90% of my options. <laughs> um, He's got to pick a two-way player. <laughs> not anymore. He's not a two-way player anymore. I'm going Gregory Jackson the second. The man almost born in 05. Dom, tell me on the Jazz, who has your heart? You know. There's a lot of different guys, but I got to go with my man, Jordan Clarkson. I mean, he's the most beautiful on the team by far. He um, oh my God. He, he got a lot of VC at one point in his career, bought all the tattoos, all the accessories, and now, you know. Now he's spending it all on me. Yeah, it's hard to find out. It's hard to find uh, parts of the skin with no tattoos on me. It almost got weird. Um, For me, I mean, 
it's hard for me to pick anybody on this Knicks team. I love all of them. Jalen Brunson comes to mind, but you know, I got to go Josh Hart and Isaiah Hart. And Isaiah Hart. That's who I have. I would like to change my vote. They have my heart. I would like to change my vote. I would like to change your vote. I'm changing my vote because uh, I don't like Jaime Harkas Jr. as much as I love Duncan Robinson. White boy. (laughs) From Michigan. Lethal shooter. All right, let's. Can we talk basketball? Can we really talk basketball, guys? Please. Anyway. Okay, let's get into what happened over the weekend. One of the best games I've seen this year is a lot of fun to watch, ending with a Curry game winner, which you don't see very often. Um, so this this goes all the way back to their matchup in November or December, I think. Was that uh, sarcasm? Curry, you don't see very often. Curry hit a three at the end of the game. Like that happens all the time. I maybe love, not love, in maybe love, not in the last year. I love but. Steph Curry. I just can't really think of a clutch. Hey, game, I can't think of a game winning shot in recent in recent <laughs> memory for that. Maybe that's just maybe that's not just, recent that's memory. A lot about recent me. memory is fair. I that's just he's one of clutch the most shot, clutch yes. players of all time. Game winners. No, clutch shots don't have to be game all right, shots. Fair enough. So back in November, December, um, Dre. Did a helicopter spin, hit Nurkic in the face, led to his uh, lengthy about month and a half suspension because um, there was that incident. And then when he put Gobert in a chokehold, they played this weekend and uh, they went back and forth. Uh, there were moments where Nurkic, he saw Draymond with the ball. That was his assignment. And then he just acted like he didn't see him. He was just standing in the basket waiting for him to pass. And then Dre attacked him and then he would get his bucket and Dre would say too small. And then Nurkic would do it back to Dre. And then he's he would say it's too small. And yeah, there's clearly not a lot of love lost between these two players. After the game, Nurkic said, it's sad. He didn't learn anything. It's just a matter of time before he's going to hit somebody else again. I take everything back that I said, and he doesn't deserve another chance. And then Draymond responded um, on the Draymond Green show. Um, he said, where did he go? What did he say? I'm surprised it wasn't something about LeBron. He said, all good, or Nur- Nur- Nurkic Kept going and said, all good, bad boy. Just don't say stay too long on the podcast. It's going to be a late for therapy session. And then Draymond Green crowded that tweet and said, the 300-pound softy can't finish games. So they just keep going at it. And then Draymond went after KD as well. He said, mm-hmm. guys are making a habit out of that. Just question my character. And he, he said he thought he was cow- cowardly. So he fit in a, a KD diss in there, which I was surprised by. Um, so Draymond hasn't had a tech since he's come back. It's been about 11 games. Warriors are doing well, um, but he still has that Draymond in him. Clearly, he still has that fire. And I love it. I love seeing Draymond clapping in people's faces, getting loud. You guys still think he's a distraction to the team and needs to tone back his behavior? Or he was this, never a distraction. Draymond we need. No, he was never a distraction. Is he toxic in the sense that he gets himself in trouble and hurts his team in that regard? Sure. So I'm curious to know how long we see him without a tech, without putting his hands on somebody, you could visibly see how difficult it was for him to restrain himself in that sense. Yeah. You, it was very obvious. He's like, I, if the, I do one thing, I'm done. I'm yeah. done for the year. So I, I give him credit. Clearly he learned something, but I'm with Jokic, not Jokic, Nurkic, uh, because I agree. I, I think he deserves a chance, but I would have given him a larger punishment. I think it's got to... It's got to be something he needs more work on and help on. Uh, he's he's not a disciplined player when it comes to things like that. He doesn't have self control. 
You know, I love this kind of hatred back in the league, just this ridiculous beef that these two have, because I feel like it's something we've been missing for a while. And Draymond, obviously, on the court antics have been ridiculous. And so, like you guys, I obviously think it's been bad, but it's a part of the fun of basketball in some regard, because as teams become a little bit less important in the player era, you want to see beef between the players because there's not going to be a lot of team beef. So I, I for one, am super happy that Draymond and Nurkic are going at each other. I mean, Nurkic's quote is crazy. Um, just yeah. a complete assault on Draymond, and I'm here for it. I love to see it. You got to love drama in the NBA, Riley. What, what do you think about Draymond stirring, continue to stir the pot? My fault. Matthew just starts pointing at me, and I'm I got real confused. He wasn't there. even like, he, I don't know what you're doing over there. You're not even in the conversation. Care to participate? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah. was a little, I, you you threw me off. I was about to, and then you started pointing at me. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, a kinda, lot of silence there. Kind of took me off guard there. Looks like, like some non basketball related things on that computer over there of yours. Yeah, it's Twitter. Ooh, interesting. Um, But anyway. Yeah, I was trying to find a tweet that I that I had on the thing earlier. But um anyway, uh yeah, the the beef kind of like kind of like what Dom touched on, man. It's just fun to see player beefs. It's always fun to see players beef whether in any sport, any league, it makes it more fun for everybody because even if you don't particularly like either team, you probably like one of those players more than the other. So it's easy to get behind somebody and it's easy to, to you know, hop in there and, and have an opinion on the situation. So it's fun. Yeah, dude, I love turning on the TV and just seeing just absolute heated interactions going, especially Draymond. Yeah, it, when, when people are getting heated on the court, like it, it just makes it a more entertaining product. And then you're like, I, then you're like, like that in every sport. People love watching fights in hockey. People love watching fights on the football field. People love watching fights on basketball courts. It's just fun. And then you're thinking, oh, when do they play next? So exactly. a, lot of, a lot of buzz gets generated. Let's move on to the All-Star Weekend. It's starting this Friday. Uh, Speaking of violence on the court. Zom <laughs> has got to tell us who's playing in this celebrity game. You know, the first name that immediately popped out when I saw this all-star celebrity game lineup is Metal World Peace is going to be playing. So if you love violence on the floor, think Malice in the Palace. We got our boy Ron Artest back at it under a new name. So, and he's being coached by Stephen A., uh, Lil Wayne, and Asia Wilson. So there's a lot to love about that lineup, but honestly, not a lot of names I know beyond that in the all-star celebrity game. On the other side, we got team Shannon Sharp with, uh, 50 Cent as one of the coaches, and then... Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. 50 Cent. <laughs> nice. Um, ain't that his name? It ain't, is. Ain't, ain't that his name? Ain't it that it? Where's That's he, how they talk in Idaho. Where's he, where's, where's he from? I don't where's know. Where's he from? Say Atlanta. 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 Atlanta? Yeah. Atlanta. Wow. <laughs> um, a lot of stuff going on. But... Uh, not a lot of names I know personally. I mean, we got Kai Sanat, Mr. Uh, Skibbity Toilet himself. We got Micah Parsons. Um, yeah, don't know any of the other names on this list. I, uh, I reckon I can, I, I reckon I, well, I, I can tell CJ you the Strap. biggest one is CJ Stroud, Without former that, yeah. state champion, all American player in basketball, could have went to the NBA if he wanted to. He is going to go off if he's allowed to play. 
uh, full contact. I yeah. am shocked that, is that the Texans allow him to play in this. You would think that they ban like they, they don't let their players play him. Yeah, you could. I mean, that's your star to, franchise quarterback. You're gonna let him play on this in his house, like like <laughs> we got. You I am shocked they are letting him play in this. It's funny that it's two uh, NFL players from Texas playing in this game. It's true. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's because Michael Parsons' uh, podcast and uh, he had C.J. Stroud on as a guest during mm-hmm. Super Bowl weekend, so that's probably how they set things yeah. up. Um, There's but, some cool names on here. Yeah, really it's pretty cool. cool but T. Jazz. Let's be honest. Right. Who's watching? Who? <laughs> Any y'all watching this? Who is that? I might. I'm. I'm. I'm not. Here. I'm watching it for. The LED court, which I'm really looking forward to. Seeing yeah, yeah, we'll get more. We'll get more into that that later. Are they? Is it the LED court for all these events? Do you know? No, I don't think all of them. I think it's just like the Friday night stuff. I'm three three point contest specifically. Mm, is it for the three point contest? I know. I, I know it will be. Stuff in the three point. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I it will be. I'm not entirely sure. Um, after that, still on Friday, it's Jennifer Hudson. After that, like still that. On yeah, I know Friday, that name. She's yeah. a singer, isn't she, or actor? I think actress. Dude, I don't. I'm going singer. Is she who? Uh, uh, she is a singer. She, she was a finalist on the third season of American Idol. Wow! And, oh, and yeah. she's an actor. Okay, okay, but uh, yeah, hopefully I, she uh, takes some charges or something. I wish, but mostly singer. A couple of more recognizable names. I mean, I know, I know, Lily Singh. She was big in like early YouTube and like Vine and stuff like that. I got a question. I got a group question. Jewel Lily. Group question. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Riley. Sorry. Each of you will go around the table. All right. If you play in the celebrity game, you're playing in this year's celebrity game. Yeah. Give me your stat line. Start with you, Riley. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two points, <laughs> eight assists, four rebounds, three steals, and a block. Okay. Dom. What side am I on? Because this does change. Wait, actually, yes, that's true. Pick your team. Because if I'm matched up against Kai Sinat, I'm putting up like 30. Yeah, and, and like, <laughs> if I don't have to play against Metal World Peace. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, if I'm on Team Stephen A, I'm putting up like 60. For me, for me, I'm giving myself like, I'd get like six points. I don't think that's too crazy to think about. Um, Probably like 20 boards just because I would hustle because it would be funny. Because imagine one guy on the court just going absolutely insane for boards. I think that adds some uh, character to it. And then I'd get about zero assists. I'm yeah. not tossing the rock. I think I'd get about 22, 8, and 9 on uh, 70 true shooting percentage, something like that. And then I'll show my two-way ability with uh, four steals and two blocks. You know, I'll be chirping at Stephen A this whole game, and I'll go That's viral. Going. Uh, I don't really care what team I'm on. Uh, stat line points. Uh, how what's the NBA record? 100? Yes, yeah, I do a hundred. I put up a hundred five. Um, <laughs> you know, you have the paper, it's just one of 106. We'll do one of Will the cameras be there? Will it be filmed? Yeah, will any no, of this be on tape? A lot of layups, a lot of you know, it, you leave me open, I'll shoot the three. You know, uh, give me uh, give me about negative four assists, um, about maybe a rebound or two. Uh, definitely a lot of steals though. A lot of steals. Uh, I'll take twelve steals. No, I want sixteen. I want sixteen steals. Give me three <laughs> blocks. No, this is all true story. This is this is all real. This is legitimate stuff. Um, so I don't know why you're laughing, Riley. I'd appreciate it if you'd stop coming in with the arm sleeve. Knee yeah. Back. No. 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 I, I'm humble. I'm humble. I'm really humble. So I'm not gonna do that. 
Um, hundred and six points. Um, and <laughs> MVP. I, I probably it. I feel like if you score hundred six points, you're probably gonna win MVP, right? I'll name it after. No, nah, sorry, bud. I'm taking. So I'll win MVP. And um, yeah, probably sign yeah. up for your deal in Miami after that. Uh, nah, I like this better. I like doing the podcast, but y'all. <laughs> you know, if you were trying to put that stat line up against Metal World Peace, I feel like you'd get punched by point thirty five. Yeah, but what? but Matthew's texts per thirty six are probably higher than than uh Metal World Pieces. Oh, I get I'd get attacked though. I would definitely get attacked. One hundred percent. He is. So more- Scott Foster gonna make some crazy calls. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> Yeah, so after that same same Friday night, um, we got the Rising Star game, Stars game. It's going to be four teams comprised of so stupid young NBA players as well as um, some G League players, players like Amani Bates. Um, I mean, it, it's a, really the young players you can think of, the Jabari Smiths, Jahame Hawkins, Brandon Miller. Um, don't see Wembenyama on here. I guess he, he is. He, no, he is top of the list with Team Powell. Great, great, great. So there is reason to watch oh, this. Oh, Tamika catching. So there's going to be two games, you know, team one, team two, plays, and then team three plays team four. And that, that a target score is 40, and then the winners of those games will play to a target score of 25. It's like how they did it last year. It is kind of interesting. I mean, I like seeing young players, so I might tune in for that. Um, moving on from from Where is Gregory Jackson? Night. What the f- Oh, whoa. I had to Language. stop myself. I had to stop myself. Language. We got team debt left, though, and that's a plus, no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, Vince Williams Jr. is there, as he deserves to be. Y'all see Jaime? Yeah, I think I, I see, see Yeah, Two yeah. Utah players. Jaime, Vic, I'm telling you right now, Team Powell's going to win. Jaime, Brandon Miller, and Weminyama, and Jamari Smith. Oh, my God. And Pod, I mean, they got, like, the all-rookie team on there. Yeah, and then the other team is, is sophomores, Apollo, Scoot, well, not Scoot, well, not just sophomores, but yeah, a lot of mixing and matching of Ooh, these teams. Team Jalen is good. And then Team Detlef is pretty good. They, they, they really do good. not want Team Detlef to win. Them. Team Jalen's not good. Yeah, Team Detlef is going to be up against it. They got Dunk Champion. Yeah, Jack they, they got Mr. Dunk Austin Dunk and then Mr. Negative Wingspan, Amani Bates on that team. But moving on from Friday night, on Saturday night, we start the night off with the skills challenge. It's going to be three teams first team is the it's the uh pacers team pacers it's tyrese matherin miles turner and then team top picks is paolo ant and Wemby. team all-stars is scotty tyrese trey and this is just like the appetizer for what you're going to get um for the game it's going to start about eight o'clock and all these events on saturday night will be in the cold stadium lucas oil stadium we're really gonna like act like this is gonna be a close competition it's gonna be team top picks for sure I just think, yeah, it's you Paolo and, and team all stars of Trey Young, Scotty Barnes, and Tyrese Halliburton are going to win the Tyrese challenge. Maxie. Oh, is it Tyrese Maxey? Yeah, Tyrese Maxey, Mr. Speed, Mr. Handles. No, nah, I think down the line, every player, all right, team top. Pick. I'm taking team all stars over Scotty. I'm taking Ann over Tyrese. Oh my god, Paolo's not nearly as good as Scotty. Why do they have this in a PDF? Well, it's just a skills challenge, so it's it's not not a big deal. But you're taking team team all hundred percent. I'm taking team all stars. Going team top picks. Dom, I'm going team all stars. Yeah. The skills challenge is more about speed than exactly. I think. Experience. Come on, stop it. 
Yeah, but they got uh this nonsense you got. What was what was Anthony Edwards' name in hustle? It was like Kermit something. No, he's gonna be talking trash getting in those dudes' heads. Wemby's gonna be so slow though. Who's your pick? Wait, Edwards is in this? Yeah, he's on yeah. team top yeah. picks. It's Paulo, Ant, and Wemby. Oh, okay. Mm. I didn't know Ant was on there. That makes a difference. I'll lean I lean all stars. It's not yeah. it's not like a huge difference though. Fair yeah. enough. I, mean, I didn't know I didn't know Ant was on. That'd probably be a fun uh fun little thing to bet bet on right there. You want to bet on it? Uh, I'm a, I got a good bet. Here we go. Okay. If T- I'm sure you guys all agree if with this. Pacers could win this too. Because you're voted three against one, I think this is only fair. Okay. I'm if here. you win, because we're voting team All-Stars and you're voting team Top Picks. Yeah. If you win, we all individually have to bring in candy for the next show, for the next podcast. We each have to bring in our own candy for the four of us a city here. So we get, we get three candies. If you win, if we win, you got to bring in three candies. All three got to be different for each of us to snack on while we... We have, uh, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news, we have a deal. I like this. I'll take that. So, right, so you got to bring in the candy for the show because you're eating the chocolates over there. Me and Riley are over here eating our Sour Patch watermelon. So, but it's so, got to be different. So just real quick, our favorite candy so we know, hard candy or Jolly Ranchers hard candy. Jolly Ranchers are good. You could bring in some, like, nerd... Clusters, you could bring it, oh, whatever you yeah. want. Little gummy nerds. Oh my god, those They're are so good. good. They're good. I'll just take Jolly Ranchers. What do I you love want? Hershey Kisses. You want to bring in those? No, oh, my god. What? Hey, bro, I, get, I don't think I'll be going to the store for. That's what I should have done. It's Valentine's Day. I should have brought Tide. And... I really rock with anything. I mean, if it's got sugar, I rock with it. All right. Besides, probably like black licorice. I think your options are wide open. I'm not arguing with you today, by the way. Sure. I can't take you seriously today. The earrings you have on. Look again. I'm so glad this thing is not on camera sometimes because if we, if you guys saw what he looked like with the with the heartbroken earrings, I think he'd be on. I think he'd be on league fits. Like I think so. It is. It's just so hard to take you seriously. I can't. I just if it, can't. If this was on video, you'd see Kyle Kuzma walking in the tunnel with those same Maybe, earrings. Exactly. Up, Dom, where'd you get that? Does it symbolize something? Is there something we should know? Uh, no, but, uh, not taking me seriously usually is a good policy. I would yeah. highly recommend it to anyone. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a serious person, so I don't mind it. All right. All right. Sorry. Let's talk basketball again. All right. Back, back to basketball. It's basketball podcast. After skills challenge, we got the three point contest. Matthew's guy. Just go ahead and say his name. Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley. <laughs> I'm being serious. You best believe I'm taking Malik Beasley. Oh. First round exit. First round exit. I take him over Dame. I take him over Oliver. Just tell him who who I was on the list. So we got Beasley, number one. Brunson, Halliburton, Damian, Lillard, Laurie Markin, and Donovan Mitchell. Cat, reigning champion, and Trey. Here's who I'm going to eliminate. I'll do process of elimination for me. I don't think Trey wins because Trey's not a great spot-up shooter. Trey's better off the dribble. Cat's not going to win because the player never wins two times in a row unless you're Steph Curry. Donovan Mitchell could win. I love his form. Donovan Mitchell I could win. I love it. So I'm going to take Beasley and Mitchell. Uh, Markinen is very good, but I don't, if he's matched against a Dame, Halliburton, or Brunson, I don't think he wins. Yeah. Brunson is also a great pick. I don't think Brunson wins purely because if he's not on, he's off. I've learned to learn that about Brunson. He's either on or he's off. The guy is a very consistent shooter. Mm-hmm. When he's making them, when he's not making them, he's 0 for 7. And he's 0 for 10. And just real quick on Brunson, he's struggled with his shot a little bit. He's right. gotten less open looks without uh, the presence of, of 
not only and he's not really he's known as a three-point shooter either. He's really he had a jump to start the season, but now it looks so harder to come back. Halliburton is also a good pick. That might be my pick. But Dame, if if again, if Halliburton's got to go against Mitchell, Dame, Cat, or Beasley, I'm not picking him. So give me Mitchell and Beasley in the final. I like either. So though I'm I, though I'm taking two picks. We all take two picks. My two picks are Mitchell and Beasley. If I had to pick one, I'm picking Beasley. I got Brunson and Halliburton. Halliburton, don't know how he, how with that form, he's so efficient. But my goodness, it seems like everything goes in when he shoots it. And he's this is in Indiana. I think he is really trying to win this. So give me Brunson and Halliburton. Why are you taking Brunson? Because that's my guy. I know you're just doing it out of respect. I know what he can do. You're doing it out of respect. He's big time, Mr. Big Shot. Who's your winner, by the way? I think you should pick a winner as well. A winner, or I'll take Beasley. Okay, I'm taking. Yeah. I'm taking Brunson. That's my guy. Yeah, you have to. Don. This is a tough one for me, honestly. I mean, I, everything's tough for you. It, <laughs> everything. You know, when you got to bring the small, it's a little difficult. We got to make a trade. It's gonna be Lamelo Ball for Steph Curry. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. All right, let's do it. You know, should have. I should have never brought. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll go back to this. Oh my God! You should, as a GM, you should always be looking for draft capital. If you're with a team that you know is, I'm not. not I'm not not entertaining your crap today. I'm not. The way I'm not. I can't take you seriously. So you make your pick because I'm not taking you seriously today. Okay, fair enough. Give me top two and your winner. All right, for my top two. Honestly, I do rock with Donovan Mitchell being in there. I just, having seen him in Utah in person, he's a great player to watch. And so I really do think that he's going to be just great from three. And then I got to go with Lori because Cat won it last year and Cat's a slow shooter. He takes his time. So does Markman. So give me him. He's got a quick trigger, Lori Bird. Mm-hmm. How about you, Riley? I think I'm going to take, I think I'm going to take Damon Donovan Mitchell. I'm gonna take Dame to win it. Mm, that'd be huge because he's really struggled. Yeah. I think on the in 2024, not including what happened uh earlier, well, at the end of 2023, but he's like sub 30. Yeah, right he now has not been he's not been hitting hitting his threes. So I saw a uh I saw a tweet and it was like one of his stat lines from his most recent games, and it was like the McQueen is fading thing. <laughs> And I kind of, it hurt my heart a little bit. You know, I regret to interrupt this very serious podcast that we are all doing, but Matthew just hit me in the head with a water bottle. Oh, I didn't, I actually Matthew. didn't see that. I thought he was trying to shoot it into a, a trash can. Like, no, I didn't. Matthew. I did not do that. That's so rude. I didn't do that. You know, I was making you stuff up because I just yelled at him. Don't <laughs> listen to him. He don't, why don't you just listen to him for it? Matthew. He, he, he just completely hey, made that hey, up. Hey, hey, hey. Look, completely made that look, up. Man. Heart. What? I'm, show, I'm showing Matthew the heart that he gave. I don't want to see a heart. Love right is now. the way, man. I don't. I don't like any of you. <laughs> so you didn't hear Steph's name. That's because he is facing off with Sabrina after the normal three point contest. That's that's gonna be interesting. I'm taking Steph. I'm glad they're doing this though. It's. it's I'm taking Sabrina Anescu. What you said last week about women's basketball. I'm but. taking Sabrina Anescu. I love her. I love the game. I love the WNBA aces. I'm not apologizing for my statement whatsoever. But Sabrina Anescu is the real deal. I got her shoes. I follow her on Instagram. I interviewed her when she came here for the USA versus Lady Vols game. Give me Anescu against the greatest shooter of all time. Would you ask her? 
I asked her if she'll go out with me. Well, then what'd you ask her after that when she said, I'll think about it? She didn't say, I think about it. She gave me the same thing you did. She gave me a heart and then walked away. <laughs> that was it? No basketball questions? No, I'm kidding. I didn't ask her that. No, I, 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 was, talk, I was asking her about how much she's changed the game and if she's had the opportunity to really realize and reconcile what she's done for the game of basketball, what she's done for the Liberty, and what she's done for women across the world because she is iconic as they come in sports these days. Agreed. And, yeah, if y'all don't know, Team USA came to scrimmage uh, Our Lady Vols earlier this year. And, and FYI, this is not me covering my ass after my statements last week. I will say it again. I think it is possible a high school basketball team, the best we one, really doubled down a WNBA basketball. Nobody team. was like questioning you, but <laughs> I am not taking that statement. Nobody back. even brought it up. Sabrina Anescu, I would have said that without Nobody that statement. I would have said it, it with All right. Riley. All right, Matthew's fighting ghosts again. I'm not um, fighting ghosts. I'm just. <laughs> I'm, man, I want the old people. Old man yells. I want the audience. I want the audience to know I'm not taking back my statements. If you're looking for an apology. Go somewhere else. Probably go to McDonald's because they mess up your order all the time. They'll tell you sorry right after they do it. If you're looking for an apology, is a crazy statement on a podcast like this. I just <laughs> let's take a moment to recognize that. Oh yeah. Uh, I wonder if I got any pictures. And uh, who are the rest of y'all taking for uh, this game, this contest, Sabrina stuff? It's a tough one, honestly. I don't know which oh, one to go my with. God, it's a tough one again. It's hard for me to get away from that because I think out loud. And that's my first thought most of the time is how difficult it is for me to pick when these are yeah. professional uh, athletes. It's okay. Life is hard. Well, interesting. Uh, we get to vote. Fans get to vote who shoots last. And you're going to want to shoot last. Oh, 100%. So it's, and it's probably going to be Sabrina. See, I don't think Steph Curry wants to shoot last. Like, I, not, let me say that. I don't know that he wants to shoot last. I don't think he'll mind shooting first. Sabrina will. Steph won't. Mm -hmm. Steph yeah. won't. Yeah, I agree. And then most likely going to be Sabrina because. What? You got any <laughs> statements you want to make? No, just because. You, you got any controversial drop. statements? I would love to pass the torch to you. <laughs> I did draw a blank right there, but no, I just think states, um, Sabrina will win the, the fan contest. Mm -hmm. she's, she's the new thing. Mm -hmm. She's the new thing right now. Wait, wait, wait. That was, that was, that was smooth. That was slick. Way to cover yourself. She's the hot ticket right now. It's oh. uh, Saturday night. What about you, Dom? Give me some. I mean, <laughs> Riley, Riley. Uh, I think I think we go Sabrina. Why not? All right, we got Team Sabrina on one side, Team Steph on our side. It's gonna be fun. That's where they're gonna use the LED courts. Uh, yeah, Matthew you mentioned earlier. It's gonna be cool. Hopefully, it's they don't overdo it and make it too distracting because all we want to see is the ball go through the hoop and player reactions. After that, what used to be the staple of Saturday night. The dunk contest. It's lost its luster, and you'll see that by these names I'm about to Very pick. good word choice. Very good word association there. Because, uh, you know, one of my favorite Lost its luster. Yeah, like Love it's fine. Yeah, you know, like rocks. That's great. That's great vocabulary. <laughs> Thank you. Um, And my favorite basketball YouTube videos are one of my favorite basketball YouTube videos. 2016 dunk contest. Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine. Mm -mm, Just mm -mm. pulling out all the stops. And I have a controversial statement. Bro, I have what? another bull case. I got another one. Hey. What was the year Derek Jones Jr. versus Aaron Gordon? Where Aaron Gordon literally do not remember. Robbed? I think it was, it was the year after. 
It was either the year after the two years after. It was when I Derek was... Jones Jr. was a, a G leaguer like Mac McClung. No, he wasn't on the Heat. Oh, okay. So that's why I was bringing it up. No, I can tell you what year it was. It was oh, it was twenty twenty. What was his best dunk? It was twenty twenty. Uh, who was Derek Jones Jr. best? Oh, he had a ton. He had the tornado. Oh, the tornado was I, nice. He is amazing. Derek Jones Jr. was insane. That if you, if you haven't seen that, everybody should go watch it back because it is such a good video. Jones Jr. versus Aaron Gordon. That whole series. Now Gordon got robbed. My bold statement is. I think that was the best dunk contest of all time. I think that was better than Levine and Gordon because I think in Levine versus Gordon, that was there was a point where they both were just given fifties in order to keep it going. You know, they they did what they had to do in order to keep dunks coming, as opposed to Derek Jones Jr. versus Aaron Gordon, they were legitimate fifties. Does that make sense? I see what you're saying. But I'm not but, taking anything away from either. No, my, they were insane. I don't think I agree. My rebuttal to that, to that is you saw more dunks and more creative dunks because these are the off-script dunks that they weren't planning on bringing uh, out. No, Jones Jr. versus Gordon went to three, uh, two or three extra rounds. I don't remember. Went to overtime, too. Okay, well, I don't remember that one. That Just much. do me a favor. When we're done with the podcast, go take a look at the video. Yeah, I will. Dude, dunk contest. I, I love dunk contests. It's just not the same these days. But the 2016 dunk contest, yeah. when they brought out the, the uh, forget for me. What's the mat? Go ahead. Uh, I forgot the mascot's name, too. The magic mascot. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think uh, of, too. When he had the, yeah. was on the hoverboard. The, on the segue, yeah. yeah. No, for me, that is the dunk contest. Every single one after just has not felt like it's had the star power at all. I just... I remember that one so vividly. I remember every moment of it. I remember every dunk. It's it's significantly better than the whatever dunk contest Matthew brought up because I can't even remember that one to be perfectly honest. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't either. But this is crazy. did he did he jump over Shaq in that dunk contest? Jumped over Taco Fall. Oh, it was that one. Okay, yeah, it's hard. But yeah, I mean that was the dunk contest. If you were growing up in this past era, that's the one you remember. Yeah, the whole weekend was amazing. Kobe's last All-Star game. Toronto yeah, was, right. was a was. great basketball city. Did it very well. Um, but this year's dunk contest, Jalen Brown, Jaime Hawkins Jr., Mac McClung, last year's champion, and Jacob Toppin. Many of you wondering, wait, did Obi change his name to Jacob? No, that's his brother. Jacob Toppin's a rookie from Kentucky. He's on the Knicks. Mainly the Westchester Knicks, uh, their G League team. He scored two points this year. He's on the Knicks, mainly the G League team, Westchester Knicks. Yeah. What a statement. <laughs> His only points this year with the Knicks, only has two of them, was a, a putback dunk um, when we had eight players against the Mavericks. Uh, wh- what do y'all think about this list? I'd like to go last. It's not that fun of a list. <laughs> it hasn't been in, in recent years. Jalen Brown, that is one I'm extremely confused by. I don't think of Jalen Brown as a dunker even on the court, to be perfectly honest. Like, that's crazy. You do. Nope. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing with you today. I'm not doing it. I don't know. Jalen Brown is not that exciting of a player to me. He just kind of does his little thing. He's not even that important on the Celtics. No one likes him. Left hand only. So expect <laughs> right nothing from him. Um, Hakez, I mean, sure. McClung, this is the specialist they bring in from the G League every year. They keep him around just so he can do this. I don't like it. 
I want stars back in the dunk contest to be perfectly honest. Yeah, and Riley, go go ahead and talk, say your spiel about this these participants, and then after that, we're gonna pick after Matthew talks, we're gonna pick our dream four contestants. Yeah, it's kind of boring. <laughs> I don't think, and it has, like like you said, it has been. I'm not super excited about this one. It's gonna be fine, I guess. There's gonna be some cool dunks, sure. But yeah, you want the stars. You want the big names. You want you don't want G leaguers in the in the dunk contest. That's just the way it is, and uh, that's what we're getting right now. So whatever. That's my feelings. Whatever. Uh, I disagree with all of you. I think it has a lot of potential. I'm not saying it's a it's a star-studded event, but I think it's got a lot of potential. Obviously, Mac McClung, who's a defending champion for his size, is an insane athletically gifted dunker. Jacob Toppin is someone we haven't seen. Can't really make an opinion. We haven't seen him yet. He could be great. We don't know. Uh, Brown, I think, is an excellent dunker. A lot of bounce. I don't know how creative he is, but should be interesting. And Jaime Hawkins Jr., if you have never seen... The dunk contest he did in high school at Sierra yeah, Canyon. I, I was surprised when I saw his name in this. List. If you have not seen it, rewatch it. Wait, because he won. He, he's insane. The creativity, the athleticness, he's as good as anybody. If I, I, I think it's going to be a close one between Hawkeyes and somebody. I'm just predicting somebody's going to got to be good, you know, in the NBA's effort to make it interesting. But I'm picking Hawkeyes. Hawkes. Are I you see, kidding me? I see Jalen Brown. I'm Hawkes telling you, Hawkes is going to be insane. Really? Insane. I've seen it. I haven't seen it. Like, I think of him and Jalen Brown more as, like, in-game contact dunker, dunkers, like, put somebody in the rim type of dunkers. Mac McClung and Jacob Toppin, that's where I see uh, the creativity shining in, in this dunk contest. I got Jacob Toppin. Who does Dahman? Who did Dahman write? Sounds biased to me. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't a big, yeah, no doubt. I'd probably go McClung, but... I can't give an honest answer. I haven't looked at these guys it's tough. enough. Yeah, it's tough for you. Yeah. <laughs> it sure is because I you don't watch you don't watch basketball. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> I do watch basketball. Yeah, nice. You go on Google about fifteen minutes before every podcast. Get your little spark notes in. You come in here, make some statements, and you leave. I get it. You don't watch basketball. It's tough. It's college, fine. college is going on. I got a little bit more yeah. important things yeah, on my okay. plate. Okay, college okay. basketball is significantly better. We'll pick one name. Give me. Give me McClung. I've just I've heard him in dunk contest names before, and uh, from what I've seen, he's athletic and he's got a lot of bounce. Yeah, Shaq loves him. Really, if I had the power to fire you, I think I'd consider it, <laughs> but I don't. What a one eighty we've had in this podcast. You mean Jacob Toppin? Why? Because <laughs> I don't know. You why. say it like that too. Give me Jacob Toppin. But if we could, if we could pick our four. Any four players in the NBA to do this dunk contest, who would y'all pick? Riley? You want me to start? I do want you to start. I'm going to say... All time. Now. Nah, all time? Current. I'd love to do all let's time. Let's do active. Active? Yeah, current. Yeah. Oh, come on. Can we do both? Come on. No, we can't have time for both. Let's do... Come on. I want to do all, all time. time. Oh, let's do all time. All time. Okay. All right, fine, Don. You go first. Dom seems like he has it. I have my whole list. I have my whole list. So we're picking four. I'm going to do Spud Webb. Ooh, good one. I'm going to do Brian Blake Griffin. Ooh, that's a good one. I think I have to go Dwight Howard. I think Dwight Howard has to be in there. And we're making a rule. And You don't. You want to go quick, so you can't pick the same person. If you put someone in your dog goddess, you can't pick the same person. All right, and then to round it out, I'll go Dominique Wilkins. Good. All right, I want to go my four. So nobody takes my four. LeBron James, who's never, ever participated in a dunk contest, ever. 
Give me Aaron Gordon. Maybe the best dunk contest participant of all time. Another big crazy one we've never seen, probably will never see. Ja Morant. Ball no offense. <laughs> Ball no, no, you don't get to pick Ja. You don't you, get to pick Ja. Pick someone I else. Pick someone, well, pick I someone else. Ja. Yes. All right, fine. Derek Jones Jr. <laughs> Give me Derek Jones Jr. And for my last pick, no one will pick this, so don't worry. Look him up. Search his name on Google. You wouldn't know who he is. Wait, wait. He's never played. Okay, never mind. I'll give you a hint. If one of you guesses it, I will bring in candy specifically for you. Two bags of candy next week. It is a player that played for the Heat. He also played on Philly. He was traded from Miami midseason to, when? I think, the Rockets. But I don't, don't count me on that. When? This was a few years ago. This was between before 2020. So I think like 2015, yeah, 2016. Not even going to bother. Great dunker. One of his highlights, dunk, highlight dunks was the first one, first game of the season against the Washington Wizards on opening night. And he played on the Philadelphia 76ers when Kawhi Leonard hit the game when he shot. Another big hint, he was on the court defensively. It, on, the, in the, on the court when Kawhi Leonard hit that shot. Who am I thinking of? Is it, I don't, is it, I can only think it's like Jimmy. Like, no. Because I would never pick Jimmy. I don't know. Nobody? I'm bad. I don't know this. James Ennis III. None of you know who that is. I, didn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect you to. I wouldn't pick him for a dunk on One of the most underrated athletic players of all time. Never got a lot of playing time. Super good athlete. Give me James Ennis III. Riley? Did neither of you say MJ? Nah. Uh, hmm. I think with MJ is like, it's hard to bring back errors because athleticism was different. Creativity was different. Like, in that era, Michael Jordan was the best dunker of all time, right? But he couldn't do the things like Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine do now, you know? Well, sure, we both already trick, picked him. One trick pony from the... Dunk again, MJ, Zach Levine, Ja, and Ant. You said, you said, you said, shut up. You already picked him. That's why mm -hmm. I can't pick him. So I'm going to pick these people. <laughs> I like that. I got. I already have my names written down. I got, I like you said Zach Levine? Yeah, I actually didn't have uh, Zach Levine or MJ on there at first, but two of the other guys I had got taken. So, so. Kobe, no one said Kobe. Nate yeah. Robinson. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. pick. Gerald Green. That's a good one. And it's between PG and Terrence Ross. I'm Hang on, though. None of us put Vince Carter. No. <laughs> I thought about it, but I said, I was like, no. I forgot about Vince Carter, so I won't take him. So I'll take uh, Terrence Ross. In the paint, Vince Carter. Fair enough. Vince Carter, though, that's a name that revolutionized the dunk. Everyone associates that guy with dunks. Yeah, true. Because Kenny, Kenny Smith says the same line every year. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. He's kind of, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Uh, it's also lost its luster. Yeah. If only we could get those four, especially I mean, guys we haven't seen before, like LeBron and Ja. No one said Zion. No. No. <laughs> I don't want fat boy. <laughs> All right, he's, he would get hurt during that anyway. Um, and then oh, out of shoe that caps off Saturday would, night. <laughs> you ever seen the dunk? Well, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Gerald, I think it was Gerald Green. No, it was somebody from the Jazz. So you would probably know Don. Where Jeremy he, Evans? He blew the candle out uh, the, with the cupcake. Blew the candle out because uh, I think that was Donovan Mitchell. Because no, Donovan Mitchell Donovan. did the dunk contest. Jeremy Evans number forty. Okay, maybe it is. If Zion did the dunk contest, it'd be a McDonald's hamburger with a candle in it. Oh man, you think he tapped into that, that bowl of gumbo, gumbo, <laughs> big boy stuff? 
No. He'd have two burgers on the rim and he'd dunk it and then eat the two burgers at the same time. <laughs> I wonder if somebody's going to dunk with like the Vision Pros on. Oh, that'd be uh, shit. That, no, not. Because I remember Aaron, I would kill myself Aaron on Gordon, the spot. Aaron Gordon pulled out the drone that one year and the drone dropped it and then he like mm-hmm. did between the legs or whatever. So could they do like a GoPro on somebody? GoPro is like 10 years ago. That's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the- yeah, Riley, shut up. That was 10 years ago. We're not doing the Vision Pro. Can somebody put a GoPro on their head? That was back when the Power 4 couldn't shoot, man. Like, Did they do- has anyone ever done that? What? Surely somebody's put a GoPro on their head for the dunk contest before, right? Nah. Probably not during just because it is a competition and that would be pretty distracting. Although, yeah. I mean, it would be like a gimmick thing that gets you points. Yeah. I still remember when Blake Griffin kept bringing out Kias. <laughs> yeah, that's just jumping over him. Yeah, I think Jalen Brown might pull out the Vision Pros. He's like one of the smartest players in the league. I think he's on the board of the NBA Players Committee or whatever it's called. That caps off Saturday night, and then Sunday we got the All-Star game. It was terrible last year. Coach Mike Malone said it was like the worst. It was just terrible for the game of basketball. Where this did year, he go to college? Sorry. Who? No, that's off topic. Who? Jalen Brown. Um, 2017. That's a weird. Oh, Cal. Oh. He did? Yeah. Who's a cow? That is pretty smart. Like the top five picks somehow. From Cal. Um, so they reverted it back to conference play this year instead of uh, I pick you type of thing, a draft. And which shocks. I really like that. I liked watching the captains pick and it'd be now it was always funny. It was um, it was funny, but I I think it made it less serious. No, I disagree. I think it made it more easy, like more competitive because the okay. teams were even. As opposed to now, it's East versus West, and one conference is better. Um, so I think you're going to see a lopsided game. I also think the whole Kobe format of the All-Star the game. Elam ending. Yeah, well, you had to get to a certain number of points also made it very competitive. It was just so poor last year because the NBA did a horrible job of regulating it. See, the NBA slow. They took, the, they took that away? They took it away. It's not they don't have it anymore. It's now whoever's done at the time. That's lame. Um, I think it's more competitive this way because you know who's going to be on your team beforehand and you can kind of, you know, beef up, talk, or just beef with the other team uh, prior to the game. So are y'all excited for this All-Star game and who do you have? I'm not personally that excited for the All-Star game. The All-Star games haven't been that fun since really 2016, like we talked about, especially because that was Kobe's last year. And he was someone who did always try and get competitive in any game he was in. And there's no one quite like that right now in the NBA. So I, I just haven't really been watching all-star weekends for a while now. I haven't been much of a fan. Okay. Again, I pointed at Dom and not Dom Riley to speak. And he's on in class right now. I didn't even know what he's doing. So I guess I'll go. Uh, I just don't like to go first because I feel like I, I'm always going first. I don't like to steal the show. I like to pass a rock every once in a while. Well, you just um, go first. Yeah, but I don't want to go second either. Uh, so Usually I'm going first because you like to go last. No, it's not true. I like to go last when I have big statements. Riley, are you trying to give your speech? Speech. Okay, fine. I'll go. So here's what I'm thinking. One, it should be good because... I think there's a lot of selfish players. More than we're, we're accustomed to seeing. A lot of selfish players. 
But sorry, I'm chewing on a Sour Patch Kids watermelon. Uh, but are we picking MVP? Did you want to pick MVP? Yeah, do that. So if the East wins, I feel like you have to pick a starter considering they're going to get the most minutes. And based on prior history, I feel like we're going to see Jason Tatum try to win like he did last year and just ball hog like the ball hog he is. Um, so I would say Tatum if the East wins, unfortunately, because I hate Tatum. If the West wins, man, I would love to say Anthony Edwards because you know Ant, Ant's going out there and getting it. You know he wants to go out there and get it. Ant's the guy who can make this game a little bit more competitive. He wants to go out there and get it. So, But he's not a starter, so it's tough. So I'm going to pick Shea in the in the West. But if, if Ant plays like we're used to seeing Ant play and gets enough minutes, then I pick Ant. I like Shy as the MVP as well. I think that's a good pick. Riley, are you ready? <laughs> Why are you? Why are you so intent on having me go? You're the last one. Oh, you already went? Wow, no. I'm the last he one. always goes last. Nobody... <laughs> So do you want me to go? You so you were just complaining about how, you were just complaining about how you always or how you don't like or you like to go last or how you don't like to go first. By last it means I'm third because our amazing host Justin always goes last. Does the host always have to go last though? Oh my God, Riley! I, you know I know where you live. You know I know <laughs> where I you know live, where you apartment. live. Yeah, but you don't know what apartment I'm in. I know what apartment you're. You're in. on like the sixth floor or something. I am not on the sixth. Close floor. enough. They live somewhere at, over there. You just yeah. knock on every door until you get there. Yeah, yeah. they live okay. at the tradition in Knoxville. Everybody. Yeah, that's good. There's a murderer on the loose right now in Knoxville. Just release our address. <laughs> so Riley, will seven. you go, please? Yes, I'll go. Good lord. Um, I'm gonna say if the West wins, I'm giving it to Aura Man. Um, and if the East wins, who is Aura Man? Shay. Shay. Um, if the East wins, I'll give it to Giannis. Why not? I think the East is going to win. I'm not even going to pick a West winner. I think Tyrese is winning it. They got a lot of young guys on this team. More energy, in my opinion. I think they'll go for the win. And, yeah, bring it home for the city of Indianapolis. I'm excited for this one just to see if it's any better than last year because it can't be worse. Now, for my favorite segment, Open Floor, this is where we talk about whatever we, we want to talk about in the basketball world. A lot of times it's stuff about our own teams, and I'm going to keep it that way to start us off. The Knicks involved in one of the worst officiated games I have seen since last year. No, Lakers, don't do that. Lakers don't do that. It, it was not a poorly officiated game. It was a the last call was poorly official. No, the game no, itself was not watch, poorly official. Yes, I did. Do you see all the, the the the? Did you see the free throw disparity? You're wrong. You're wrong. And, and just like it was a it was a fairly officiated game except for the last call. I, there's no way he's gonna agree with me, but You're right. I think of you remember that play when Dylan Brooks is driving, puts his shoulder into and he gets a call. They call a blocking yeah. foul. Yes, I do. It's ridiculous. And okay. I mean and the free throw disparity was like. 30 it was a 20 20 free throw disparity despite, despite us driving more but what happened at the end of the game was just worse than almost anything i've ever seen anything you've ever seen rockets yeah the rockets that's a, rockets, that's a fair rockets pass it out they have nothing going on offense we're locking up they kick it out to aaron holiday 
who just is facing the other basket while he catches a ball and just chucks it with one hand, his forearms and Jalen Brunson's chest. Jalen Brunson, this is what the ref said, made marginal contact that shouldn't it shouldn't have been called for a shooting foul. And they award the Rockets with three free throws. Aaron Holiday hits two of them. The game is over. It was so bad. The Knicks protested um, officially yesterday, and they might win it. And if they do, they would play a five-minute overtime period, which would be hilarious considering Dylan Brooks is on the Rockets. And it will just be a hard five, five minutes. It'll be really funny. But what almost made me more mad than that call was the fact that Dylan Brooks made four threes in the fourth quarter. But why is the officiating so bad right now? No, that officiating wasn't bad. I I said that. But I think this has a legitimate chance of the protest being upheld. I believe it's happened eight times. I think there's a legitimate chance that you might have to play a five-minute overtime in the coming weeks. It'd be when we go visit San Antonio. Yeah. I I think it's possible. And we see protests more often than not in the NBA. Like, where would it be televised on? League pass, at least. I mean, if it's a five, dude, that that sounds like a fun concept though. Five minutes, you can get like players going all out. You just play forty-eight minutes to get a victory. You can play five minutes and get a victory. Dylan Brooks is on the other team. I mean, come on, that's gonna be if it's on League Pass, MSG. That means Mike Breen's gonna be on the call. I'm watching fans show up. I hope they do. Do I would show up for that? You pay to get into that game. Is there like the? You is there like shoot around before? Is there yeah. warm up? Is there pregame? Is they're there not, prep? Like logistically, it's so strange. Like how, right? do you, how do you put on a five? Do, and do the, do the fouls uh, move over from that game to the to to this game? They probably would. Right. So you have to watch foul trouble right there. But I, I'm excited. Do y'all do y'all like where the NBA is? At? Do they have to take a spray bottle and spray everybody's faces to make it look like they've been playing 40 <laughs> minutes, 48 minutes of basketball, make it look like they're sweating? Ain't that what they do on 2K? Yeah, the the players get sweatier and sweatier every year to make the graphics look better. Yeah, I mean Tibbs is mad he can't play his guys forty eight minutes, but you know he'll just have a five man lineup for five minutes in in this game. But no, seriously, like officiating the league, we saw a terrible call last year. Same guy who was on this crew for this Knicks Rockets game, Jason Goble, made that awful or didn't make the call when LeBron got hit driving to the basket when it was a tie game against the Celtics last year when um. LeBron was throwing a tantrum, and Patrick Beverly shows the ref, you know, the picture of the foul on the camera. And uh, and above that, it's just the ticky-tack blocking fouls for me that that just really kind of upset me. It's just not fun to watch at this point. And I think they just need to clean up the game a little bit more physicality because sometimes technically technically when they do call these blocking fouls, it's the right call. But I think that just means they need to take this call out and clean up the game. I I said this a blocking foul entirely. No, just change the verbiage, giving them freedom to defense. Another great word vocabulary. Wow, you're on a roll today. You know what? You said you said this multiple times now. I appreciate the compliments. What seriously on Nick's broadcast? Just watch some Nick's Nick's broadcast. Um, Walt Frazier (laughs) on the call, very colorful language, and he says he has like a dictionary. He says all these beautiful words. So. Yeah. Okay. Back to your point. Um, I have said this for a very long time. I think the officials have ruined the game. They have for the last three to four years. I thought the worst officiated season was without a doubt the NBA bubble period. The amount of three-point calls that 
were were made in that whole entire uh uh bubble that now ended up stemming over to the next season and now we see three point fouls all the time. It's ridiculous. It is truly ridiculous. I think officials have ruined the game in that sense, but they have not been as bad this year or about the second half of last year as they were the two, three years prior. Yeah, I switched games are called like playoff games. Do you have any thoughts? It's been terrible for a while, like you guys have said. Uh, I especially think back to when, like, it was around 2017 when James Harden was going off, and it felt like every other game you would see him kick out his legs, get a foul for three. And it, like you said, the foul for the three has been one of the worst offenders, and just the way they've changed how they police, how players land, how they do this. There's a lot of weird rules going on that I don't think we anticipated in the game just because of how much it's changed. And so there needs to be adaptation. Otherwise, the league will not survive in the same capacity it has. Yeah, I think I've said this before. I like gritty physical games in any sport, in any type of competition. The more physical, the more like just, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but I like I like good defense, like like things like that. And with the way fouls are called right now, that's tough to have a game like that. It's tough to have a game like that. It's so um and I get that there's a a degree of like player safety, but it at one at some point it's like you're getting away from that. At this sometimes you're calling fouls just to call them. And I, I don't know. Yeah, the good thing is I don't Silver is one of the best commissioner in sports. He's done things over the years to clean up some of these issues we've seen, specifically like the Trey Young, you're behind me, I'm jumping back into you to get two free throws. He took that out, made an offensive foul. Transition take foul as well was huge. I, I really love that rule. So I think this can be fixed because right now there is definitely an imbalance between offensive freedom and, and defensive freedom. Now I want to talk about the Western Conference and how tight it is. So if you look at the East, the first seed and the sixth seed, sixth seed being the first team out of the plan, sixth seed is 12 and a half games back from the first seed in the West. The Pelicans are the sixth seed, and they are six games out of the first seed. If you look at the top of the plan, Atlanta, they are 24 and 30. They're 18 games out of the first seed. The Warriors in the West, 26 and 25, 10 and a half games out of the first seed. So the there are small margins in the West. Every game really does matter, especially going forward. And it's just going to be interesting to see how things shake out and what matchups we're going to get because it's going to change on a nightly basis, the seeding. Yeah, makes for a good – I mean, that that's some of the the toughest parts of having a, you know, 82-game season is that it starts to feel like some of these games don't matter. And when it is tight like this, makes it, like you said, makes it feel like every game matters, makes it feel like it's worth watching every one. So, yeah, I think it's, in every way you look at it, it's good for it's good for the game. It's good for um, entertaining TV. Yeah, and that's what you're going to get out of this. Minnesota is the one seed right now. Denver being the fourth seed. They're two games behind first seed. So one through four is just ridiculous. We typically mm-hmm. have seen that, though, the last two years where these these seeds, especially the West last year, are really close. And like you said, Riley, it makes for great game, great basketball. Uh, and a lot of it is a result of a long stretched 82 game season. 
Yeah, and plus you got the young emerging teams like Minnesota, OKC, New Orleans, and then the old guys are still there. LeBron, KD, Steph are still mm -hmm. still contending. Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't really say anything in addition. The to silence that. on this podcast today is is absurd. I mean, my brain has kind of left the building. It's really nice out today, and I I'm entirely head empty. So where is your brain? Outside, playing oh, in the grass. Oh, okay. You know, we usually don't record on a Wednesday, Riley. <laughs> you got some stuff. Yeah. Um. First of all, I just want to you know think back to a a simpler time. When the Heat were making their little playoff run last year, okay. and you know TikTok was in its full. First prime. of all, the Heat were not making their little playoff <laughs> run; they made their big playoff run to the NBA Finals. Okay, you know what I meant. I I didn't. No, I, I did not actually. I was very when I say statement. little playoff run, I mean the playoff run that they had last year. The greatest playoff run. The in NBA only history. playoff run that they had last year the, because you can only have one the playoff. The greatest playoff run in NBA just no, just say it's the greatest playoff run in NBA history. Well, I'm not going to do that. Why? Um you okay, but, fine. Then don't do that. Just name me one playoff run that you think is better. I'm not going to do that. 1954 Minneapolis Lakers. Oh, shut up. <laughs> George Mikan in his prime. Come on now. But anyway, um you know, it just popped up on my For You page today as I got the text about what time we were recording this podcast. Um, I, it actually happened as I scrolled down onto that TikTok, the little notification banner popped down and reminded me. And uh, yeah, it's uh, the tomfoolery. Are you are you um, familiar with that? Giving it to your team. Me? Yeah. Tomfoolery? Yeah, tomfoolery TikTok. I am no, I'm not a it's it was a thing based around Jimmy Butler and it's just like him doing like goofy stuff Oh yeah, court, I've seen that. But then him like balling out on the court, like it's a it's like a little edit thing or like where they put together clips. Pretty much just fun. saying he's a silly player. Yeah, yeah he's he, a silly guy. Yeah, what about it? Yeah, it just I just I just got reminded of it today and then uh it brought a little smile to my face. You know? Yeah, I like this. Why? Because they're funny. Oh. I, I'm waiting for the insult to Miami. There's not one. But you're making it sound like one. No. How does it sound like because one? Because you're like really giving me degrading tone. So I don't know. I just have a sarcastic tone. There's no there's no insult there. It's just that was one of my favorite things that has happened in the entirety of TikTok okay. since it came out. And, All right. Fine. You know, I, I, I got reminded of it today. So, you know. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. There's no, there's no insult. Watch yourself. Why are you looking for a fight? I think you... <laughs> What'd you say? Are you looking for a fight? Listen, you better hope we don't run into each other at the grocery <laughs> store. You better hope we don't run I'll into each other. I'll just hit you with my car. It's on. It's on. I'll just hit you with my car. If I see you in the applesauce aisle, it's on. Don't. I'll just hit you with my car when we're when I'm leaving. And is you're that what you consider your territory? Is the applesauce aisle? Oh, I love that aisle, man. I, mean, I love me some applesauce. <laughs> you know what I think of applesauce? Oh, please don't tell me. Please, I don't want to know. Next topic. I hate it. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> she had another disagreement. Yet another. <laughs> I thought y'all weren't fighting today. I'm not fighting. What's this uh, tweet you got Lotus up? Lotus oh, up. yeah. Um, the tweet, I saw this today as well. Um, the some I, I forget who, Ramona Shelburne reported that the 24-hour window prior to the trade deadline, um, the Warriors made an unsuccessful bid to convince the Lakers and LeBron James to consider a trade to pair him with Steph. And it's like... I saw Draymond what? was telling, uh, you know, their mutual agent, Rich Paul, like, hey, hey, let's get LeBron over here. But, I mean, this one, 
Yeah, it was never going to happen, but it's fun to think. Like, after all the things. That's crazy. That, I didn't know that. That's insane. Wow. I didn't know that. But it sounds very one-sided. Sounds like it was like the Warriors trying to get this done. Like, hey, you know. And the Lakers hung up the maybe. phone. Maybe. And yeah, I just hung up the phone. Like, yeah, it's fun. But it's fun to think about, like, just like what. It would look like they're on the same team. Well, first of all, the trade package. What Twitter would have been like when the news broke. Like, I, just the fallout from that trade happening. Can you imagine? After every the the whole three one and all like, I think that might have been a league vetoed trade for like the first time since the Chris Ball to the Lakers, like that yeah. big of a deal. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it would be bring so much intrigue. But the good thing is we're gonna see these two in the All Star game as well as in Paris. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was, was it Windhorse that said, "Yeah, Braun and Steph have explored the idea of playing together on Team USA." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Not in the NBA, but yeah, I just saw that and I was just like, imagine that happening, man. It would be such a ridiculous moment for the league. It is a lot of fun to think about what they could do together. Braun and Steph, two Play greatest Play players. Joe perfectly. Two greatest players of our generation. But we got to wait and see. Matthew, you got... No, I got, I got, I got nothing. That's crazy though. I thought, what? You, no, I thought you Matthew had no, nothing to yap about. This is crazy. I got nothing. I'm shocked. This is a bad. What's going on? Are you okay? Man, I'm so tired of going on Instagram today. Everybody's stories. I'm so sick and tired. He's depressed. I'm not depressed. He's sad he doesn't have a Valentine. I, you are my Valentine, Riley. You know what? I appreciate that. No, I, I don't have anything. I did, but then I realized I don't think it's relevant enough to go over. All I'll say is that's the whole point of open I, we, floor, though. Fine, then I'll go. I'll say it. We talked last week about the 76ers trading away Patrick Beverly and what that meant for their team and how confident they were that they were going to acquire Kyle Lowry oh. in the market. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, for one, I, I think it reassures us that um, I'm rarely wrong. Um, uh, you know, I tell you guys that all the time. I, you know, I'm wrong about a lot outside right. of sports. When it comes to sports, I am rarely wrong. It's the truth. Uh, so... Kyle Lowry is now on Philly. He's out tonight um, for a variety of reasons. I, I texted my my friend who is a Sixers fan today to let him know that Kyle Lowry's out. I said, look, Kyle Lowry's out tonight for reconditioning purposes. That's what they labeled it as, which I assume means culture deprogramming, probably. Um, but, you know, that's a process. Culture deprogramming. <laughs> I mean, they don't got it like that. So, uh, but look, Kyle Lowry brings versatility Kyle, uh, defensively. Uh, Kyle Lowry brings veteran leadership who's won an NBA championship been to the finals uh twice and has played in a conference finals game seven you know he's been through everything so uh and he's back home I think this is a huge move for Philly far bigger than people are making it out to be and look the 76ers have gotten to a point now that because Joel Embiid is ineligible to win MVP because of his injury they're going to take as much time as needed. They're not going to rush this thing. They're going to take as much time as needed to, to needed to get Embiid back to 100% so where he can play the entire playoffs, however far they go, and compete. With that being said, 
if it means it takes them two months or makes them take a month, whatever it might be. If and when, when and if this team is completely healthy, I've told you guys this, they are my pick to go to the NBA Finals and win. I I I don't I don't see another way around that. But I feel that it's only right to make this statement because there's a chance that Embiid won't be healthy. Mm. If Embiid is not healthy, and if Embiid is not on... Let me rephrase that. If Joel Embiid does not come back healthy and cannot play full playoff series, the Philadelphia 76ers will no longer be my pick in the NBA Finals and to win the NBA Championship. My pick is the the Clippers versus the Miami Heat. I will once again take the Miami Heat to go to the finals. Again, have to be healthy. Would be the fourth time in the last five years. Third time in the finals in the last four years. Four times, one, two, three, four times to the conference finals in the last five years. So um, if, if Joel Embiid does not come back entirely healthy for the playoffs, the 76ers are no longer my pick to go to the finals versus the Clippers, and I am picking the Miami Heat assuming they're healthy, go to the NBA Finals and compete in the NBA Finals. Yeah, going back to the Kyle Lowry pickup, good call. Tip my hat. You should. I'm never wrong. If you, <laughs> you think uh, think of players as tools as a tool belt. Kyle Lowry has a lot of different He's uses. He's got a lot, a lot of, of tools. different uses. He can uh, step up in more ways than one. There's a lot of different things on the court. Brings a leadership factor, a championship edge that they don't have on this team. And uh, but what it boils down to to me with these the 76ers, whether Embiid comes back or come or isn't back, I think just in the playoffs, he would either give um, just play below his regular season level or be playing through an injury so we don't see him as we've seen him this season because this is what happened has happened every playoffs, but you know. History can't happen until it happens. So I, I, I'm I, I like how you're sticking with the Sixers, and uh, if that if that's it for open floor, we're gonna wrap it up here on the fast break. We'll be back next week, uh, recapping what happened in the All Star game and talking about these fresh teams for the final stretch of the season. 